It was the moustache that reminded me I was no longer in England. A solid grey millipede, firmly obscuring the man's upper lip. A village people moustache. A cowboy moustache. The miniature head of a broom that meant business. You just didn't get that kind of moustache at home. I couldn't tear my eyes from it. Ma'am? The only person I had ever seen with a moustache like that at home was Mr Naylor, our maths teacher, and he collected digestive crumbs in his. We used to count them during algebra. Ma'am. Oh, sorry. The man in uniform motioned me forward with a flick of his stubby finger. He did not look up from his screen. I waited at the booth, long hall sweat drying gently into my dress. He held up his hand, waggling four fat fingers. This, I grasped after several seconds, was a demand for my passport. Name. It's there, I said. Your name, ma'am. Louisa Elizabeth Clark. I peered over the counter, though I never used the Elizabeth bit, because my mum realised after they named me that that would make me Lou Lizzie. And if you say that really fast, it sounds like lunacy. Though my dad says that's kind of fitting. <laughs> Not that I'm a lunatic. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't want lunatics in your country. <laughs> my voice bounced nervously off the plexiglass screen. The man looked at me for the first time. He had solid shoulders and a gaze that could pin you like a taser. He did not smile. He waited until my own faded. Sorry, I said. People in uniform make me nervous. I glanced behind me at the immigration hall, at the snaking queue that had doubled back on itself so many times it had become an impenetrable, restless sea of people. I think I'm feeling a bit odd from standing in that queue. That is honestly the longest queue I've ever stood in. I'd begun to wonder whether to start my Christmas list. Put your hand on the scanner. Is it always that size? The scanner, he frowned. The queue. But he was no longer listening. He was studying something on his screen. I put my fingers on the little pad, and then my phone dinged. Mum, have you landed? I went to tap an answer with my free hand, but the man turned sharply towards me. Ma'am, you are not permitted to use cell phones in this area. It's just my mum. She wants to know if I'm here. I surreptitiously tried to press the thumbs-up emoji as I slid the phone out of view. Reason for travel? What is that? came Mum's immediate reply. She had taken to texting like a duck to water and could now text faster than she could speak, which was basically warp speed. You know my phone doesn't do the little pictures. Is that an SOS? Louisa, tell me you're okay. Reasons for travel, ma'am. The moustache twitched with irritation. He added slowly, What are you doing here in the United States? I have a new job. Which is? I'm going to work for a family in New York, Central Park. Just briefly, the man's eyebrows might have raised a millimetre. He checked the address on my form, confirming it. What kind of job? It's a bit complicated, but I'm sort of a paid companion. A paid companion? It's like this. I used to work for this man. I was his companion, but I would also give him his meds and take him out and feed him. No, that's, that's not as weird as it sounds, by the way. He had no use of his hands. And it wasn't like something pervy. Actually, in my last job, it ended up as more than that, because it's hard not to get close to the people you look after. And Will, the man, was amazing, and we, well, we fell in love. 
Too late. I felt the familiar welling of tears. I wiped my eyes briskly. So I think it'll be a bit like that, except for the love pit and the feeding.